0: All right, everybody. Today we're going to be getting into the other part of our 2020 discussion. And uh, Mark and I felt that to include this in the other part would have been, we would have had to truncate it too much and cut up too much of it because, I mean, it would have been a like three hour episode. And as it um, as it was, twenty twenty was already
1: a long episode, and it felt wrong to just bookend it with this. So we yeah. wanted to give it its own. We wanted to give it its own time.
0: So we wanted to, yeah. As Mark said, we wanted to give this its own time. So we are going to get into um, the Black Lives Matter movement that right. um, has been going on since you know forever. Right. Well, it's, I mean, it's been going on for a long time now, but, um, and I, I I mean, being reignited.
1: Yeah. And I do want to say, I do want to say that the fact that it's 2020 and we have to still
0: revisit this issue is it's fucked. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things that you constantly look at and you're like, why, why are we, why is this still an issue? Why? What, you know we always talk about how um human beings we are so advanced and we've come such a long way, and I'm like, yet, yeah, this is such a primal, just dumb b s like what like mentality why does this mentality still exist where we look at other human beings and look at them as lesser like why yeah now um, i do want
1: I do want to preface this particular podcast by saying we did. An original recording of this. Uh, this is actually a a a second draft basic kind of sort of thing that we're doing right now. Um, the original we felt was a lot more heated as far as emotions. Uh, we got very. We got, I mean, it was a very raw, very very raw conversation, and we, as the as the creators and the the hosts of this podcast, felt that it was um. What's the word I'm looking for, Brandon?
0: Um, I don't know. What is the word you're
1: looking for? We felt that it was inappropriate for us. Um, like not, not inappropriate. Like of course, yes, we have – it is 100% okay to be upset and frustrated with the way things are going. But it is not there, – there's a right way of handling this, and there's a wrong way of handling this. And getting on and yelling and getting emotional for an hour I, wasn't I, a way of handling it.
0: Yeah, and I don't think, I don't, like, I think other groups um, can, I mean, I've been very open about this. I don't care, like, however people want to protest, protest. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen multiple times that um, rioting and angry, uh, you know, getting angry are the voices of those who have been ignored. And so for me, I'm like, totally fine. Like, however you want to protest, it's fine. I I mean, at some point, we will make the episode, the scrapped episode available.
1: Right, In we're, some we're way, not- shape,
0: or form. Because um, we made a lot of good points, and we had a lot of things that we liked from the episode. But there is something that kind of weighed on me. Uh, a lot about particularly how I went about it. Um, I am usually not one to self-censor at all. (laughs) Uh, Mark will tell you. Um, Oh my god. No, I have to do all the censoring for you, you bitch. Oh, I know. Uh, But this was one of those things I was like, it just, for whatever reason, was just kind of weighing on me. I was like, you know, I think we could have done, I don't want to say better. But I feel like – I felt personally that I'm like, you know, this isn't something that I need to yell at because yelling, especially in these kind of media, in these kind of forums, don't – it's like yelling in – like, whenever you get in like, arguments online, like, nobody listens when you yell or get angry online. You just have more people just yelling at each other and nothing gets done. Exactly. Um, so I really wanted Mark and I to kind of redo the episode as more of a conversational piece kind of like you know, this is still the very early days of this podcast and what it's gonna evolve into. It's gonna change as time goes on because Mark and I are gonna change and grow. We don't
1: right. We don't know where we're
0: gonna be and like even at the like later in this year, we just know where we're at now. Right. And so but what I can say is I feel the best – Our Mark and I's best work comes out of our conversations. That's right. And Mark and I do not yell at each other. Well. It has happened very rarely, and the only time we yell at each other is when we're – like we are BSing and we are like trying to get each other ramped up and for one, one reason are, or another.
1: Yeah, and one of the things that I'm good at is getting you ramped up and – um, this is, this and then is a, you get me to yell.
0: Exactly, and this
1: is an instance <laughs> where we do want to take this more seriously. Like, Yes, we, we laugh, we joke on our podcast, but right now we want, to, we want to take this seriously. There has been a lot of issues going on for, again, far too long. This isn't something that is new. This isn't something that's just been our generation. It's, it's been an ongoing problem that we've had
0: in, in America as well as the rest of the world for far too long. Well, also, I mean, the problem is we we live in a country and a society where, I mean, our foundation is built on the backs of black people and those who were enslaved. They weren't. I mean, one of the perspectives that I've taken is they weren't slaves. They were they were kidnapped and they were enslaved. They were forced into like, I mean, you know. They were it's just one of those things I've heard. Yeah, I've just heard. I, I've the I've had a lot of. I've started following a lot of different people on um, social media. I've followed Sean King for a long time now, um, but I just started following uh, Makad Brooks, um, who to uh, reference another podcast that I love. That I mean. Uh, that, yeah, that I just love and have gotten into is the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, which is, uh, for those of you who have Netflix, um, is the inspiration uh, for The Midnight Gospel, um, which if y'all haven't watched that, I highly recommend it. I love it. Um, but he had he's had McCod Brooks on now twice. And um, I swear, I mean, that man just, I mean, captivated me, and just uh, I started following him on his social media pages and stuff, and he is doing a really cool thing right now um, where he is doing, like, a I think it's a uh, 21-day anti-racist challenge, and it's just him doing videos kind of challenging people who are listening, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I, I love his perspective, and uh, it's – I've always thought of myself as constantly trying to keep the ball rolling as far as social justice and um, um, civil rights and stuff, um, you know, I mean especially – more into my adult life since I growing like you know, I think one of the things from the last from the scrapped episode that you know we did is uh, was talking about how growing up I had a certain mentality where oh we learn about racism and stuff in history so it must be history like it's not a thing anymore and uh, growing up in a very diverse church, and um, and growing up in uh, Richmond, Virginia, um, I had a very diverse friend group. And I didn't see a lot of racism, even though it was everywhere around me, as you all have seen on the news right now and stuff. Um, I mean, all uh, a ton of Confederate um, statues are coming down. Um, it's a long time coming. Um, it's long overdue. Yeah, long, long overdue. Much needed, and I, I get a lot of joy out of watching those videos. Uh, mainly because I know it's from my hometown. I'm like, yes, I love seeing that my hometown is doing all these things to uh, start the healing process. Um, and I think I was reading an article yesterday where the governor, um. Or the mayor – I forget which elected official it was, but did release um, a statement saying that all the Confederate statues and monuments are going to be coming down. Uh, and I hope that happens. I, oh, I really do.
1: On the topic of, of the statues coming down and the, the fuss that a lot of Southerners are raising about that, um, I'd like to remind people that the Confederate statues to, to the black community and everything is – very similar to the you know statues of nazis that were around after world war 2 that were torn down because like well, it, yes yeah absolutely cuz like it's yes it's it's historical like i a lot of people down south are like well my ancestors like this is this is historical this is you know everything was it it's it's in the past but the problem is is if you still have those statues of you know
0: i i know exactly what you're what you're getting at but i think um, I think what you're getting at is imagine, and there have been posts going around that Mark and I have seen that we're kind of referencing here. Um, one done by uh, Francis Maxwell, who's another uh, civil uh, activist, political activist, who I love to follow, and he has a very entrancing, just Scottish accent that just kind of sucks you in. Um, he Put up a post saying like imagine um imagine what how, what it would be like for um Jews to walk around Germany and see statue of Hit- statues of Hitler and yeah. stuff today yeah like, that's imagine what I'm trying that to get. once you imagine the kind of like put that in perspective that's what America has done, and a lot of these statues weren't put up like right after the Civil war to like, you know, memorialize these people who had passed on or tragic, tragically died or anything. This stuff was intentionally put up, like, after the turn of the century and, like, was used as a fear tactic Um I mean like during I think I don't know when the earliest one went up but I know they were going up like crazy during the 1930s um through the 50s and I think one of the most recent ones that get put up was in 2010. And we're at a point in history where that that shouldn't be something we have to worry about. Yeah. And here's the other thing. There are a lot of people that are like, but these statues, they you know, they represent our history. Yeah, sure. They absolutely
1: do. Here's the fun but thing, guys. It's okay. A- it's fine. If you have a history, if you have heritage, that's don't I'm not saying get rid of your heritage, but what I'm saying is stop glorifying, you know, Jefferson Davis. Stop glorifying all those fucking southern generals that were slave owners, proud slave owners, might I add. And like I'm not even saying get with the times. I'm saying just uh, yeah. be a decent fucking human being.
0: Yeah let's forget getting with the times. Let's get with being uh decent human beings and uh, you know one of the things that just constantly sticks out to me is um so I mean so many Americans um, are Christians. This is a very christian um, you know devout country, and um, so many of the southerners. Are who and just not even just Southerners, just these Confederate uh what? Symp- I don't. I almost call sympathizers. them sympathizers. Yeah, the Confederate sympathizers. Um, yeah, the Confederate sympathizers and these people who want to glorify that time of our history—they're Christians. Um. Uh, I don't want to say all of them are cuz I don't know who all of them are but a good majority of them are. And one of the things that sticks out to me is um and I've seen it multiple times like racism and Christianity cannot it co- cannot coexist. And um to quote the Bible, which is not something I typically uh, make a habit of doing, quote that I Bible. do Yeah, I don't like preaching. Um But um, it is one of our God-given duty, like, bestowed upon us as human beings, whether you're a Christ follower or not. Um, But to love thy neighbor. And we do not get – we don't choose who our neighbors are. Um, And your neighbor is not – just the person who lives next door to you, who or who lives in your building, um, or lives across the street from you, your neighbor is your fellow human beings. Like they can be in this country, they can be in other countries. It doesn't matter if they like. We are all in this together, and to marginalize and treat. Anybody who has a different skin color than you, a different sexuality than you. A different heritage be, or upbringing. Yeah, different heritage, like different language. Um, if you treat them or you view them as lesser, you're a shitty person and you need a heart change. And that's as angry as I will try to get in this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, man, we can't redo
1: this for a third time.
0: Yeah, we can't. I mean, we could, but I'd rather not. Yeah, we got other things um, to talk about.
1: But yeah. I, I absolutely agree with you. Like, we are at a point in it. 2020, for a lot of reasons, is going to be a defining year.
0: Oh, this is absolutely a milestone year. This is a I mean, huge this, milestone year. This is the this is the new ge- our generations 1969.
1: I think we've we've actually had that exact that exact same phrase came out in our 2020 podcast.
0: I'm sure and I know I mentioned it several times in our script. Right. Now, one of the things is is is
1: with 2020 and like I said it's 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 a gener- it's a huge landmark year. And it's for a multitude of reasons. We we put people in space by a privately funded company. We you know, we've we have a disease that's basically putting everything on lockdown. And we have a a much more prominent we have a much more prominent protest that is happening right now.
0: I think I was reading something, I saw an article that was saying the Black Lives Matter movement is the strongest movement to happen in American history and it absolutely should be. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not discrediting any other or most like widespread happened. movement. I forget exactly what the wording was,
1: but this this year is it's set to really it's it's going to change everything about American culture. Like we have in 2020 proven that not only are these there are there are those jobs that have always been said like they're not jobs that you can do from home we've proven that's wrong there are a number of jobs that we've been told like you can't do from home but we've we've gone above and beyond and proven that, that we can do that also like it's really bringing to light what essential workers need or what essential workers are going through on top of everything else that's going on because you figure like the essential worker right now is getting paid less than people that are on unemployment yeah and that is
0: and, and to, to see the GOP um, look at it and go, this has to stop, like, really kind of puts in a perspective on, like, how our leaders view its people. Um, Because this, this country is not – like, this isn't like other countries, you know. Our economic system does not necessarily – it does not run like other countries do and um our working class should not be and and i'm i'm not just talking working class as like people who work in factories our working class are the people who are the essential workers like all of a sudden You have grocery store workers, you have fast food, gas station employees, um, nurses, doctors. I mean, firefighters, even you know, police officers. I will include you know. Here's because all these people who make things run are are underpaid. And here's the thing, like. Like we've we've talked about before, I work at
1: undisclosed banking financial institution. I can work from home. I don't need to go out into the world to do my job.
0: Sure. Now you
1: have these people that work in retail that Me. are being being forced to work now because yeah. they can't they can't they don't qualify for unemployment for one reason or another. Uh, they can't afford to do an online or like they can't they can't get those online jobs because right now nobody's hiring, and they're being forced to go work in conditions where you have people that are just refusing to wear their masks that are just refusing to follow
0: oh God, common it all comes we back just to had common, we just had a protest led by alex jones an anti-mask protest here in austin
1: yeah uh, of course it was ridiculous.
0: ridiculous but it comes back again to this
1: just the basic human decency that we're just not having and those same people that are the ones that are lacking the basic human decency to wear a fucking mask when they go to, to like Walmart or something? Are the same people that are just turning a blind eye to everything that's going on with this Black Lives Matter movement?
0: I mean, it is quite amazing the similar mentalities that you have of people who don't want don't want to acknowledge or support the Black Lives Matter, but then also don't want to wear masks. Like I got, I was talking, well, I'll leave them nameless um was talking with somebody um the other day yeah. that they were talking about like how they're completely misinformed they they and their spouse don't aren't taking this pandemic really seriously yeah um and they were like oh well you know all these spikes and everything are happening because you know the protests aren't helping and i'm like um actually not to be the guy that says actually but <laughs> brennan brennan we all
1: know that you love being the guy that says actually and there's nothing wrong with that i don't i'm cursed
0: <laughs> it's a curse i swear to i swear it is. um but so i i immediately it was just i, I sent them some articles later. I was like, here you go. Do some, uh, do some reading. I think this will, and I didn't attack them. I was like, I think this will really open up your eyes to the fact that the protests aren't like, you know, sure. You have some people that aren't wearing masks at the protest. I, and, you know, and who knows? It could just be a quick snapshot of somebody who took their mask off real quick because they needed to catch a breath or take a sip of water or something. Right." But even if they're not, they are outside, and um, the virus really doesn't have that much of a hold once you're outside. It's not, yeah, it's not an airborne thing. Yeah. I mean I, it can be if you're within close enough proximity. Right. Well, the typically – There is
1: danger there. Right. When I say airborne, I mean it's not like you walk outside and inhale and you're going to die. Right, right, exactly. Well, and here's here's <laughs> um, the thing that – that some people need to understand. Like I'm not saying that people shouldn't be wearing masks, but there are circumstances that prevent some people from wearing masks.
0: I want to be understanding and sympathetic to those people, but you and I have um, a common person in our life who made a statement on Facebook talking about how technically, by medical, um, by medical standards, um, has restrictions as to why they shouldn't wear a mask because it is dangerous for – or it it doesn't help their health situation, but they still go out, and when they do go out – I mean they're very limited about when they do go out because they know their health limitations, Right. but when they go out, they're wearing a mask, and they were like, look, if I'm not using this as an excuse and I have a legitimate health reason, then you shouldn't either – like we all need to make sacrifices right now and i know for a lot of people it is tough and it's scary well here's um, a, here's here's
1: something that, that but we people, all got to
0: take the we all got to take some hits you know this is a very uncomfortable
1: time in in our world and we got to just fucking deal with it at this point yeah but here's something you, here's something that i found very interesting is a lot of the same kind of people that are saying like masks are just an oppress a way to oppress us right now. Yeah. Those are the same people that when seatbelts first came out were like seatbelts are just are dumb.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Um and also the same people that are I find it funny that are like, oh these masks are designed to oppress us. And I'm like, Okay, so uh how about this Black Lives Matter thing, uh, you know, about anti oppression. They're like, Oh, I don't support it.
1: Yeah. People, it's it's amazing how fucking one sided. Like it, it's literally like talking to a brick wall when you try to be like, so uh, you support this thing. Well, no, it doesn't affect me.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's interesting how
1: how and that's how that a reflection of
0: somebody's privilege.
1: Goddamn right. And that's one thing that I do want to say is is as much as white people like to pretend they don't have privilege, they really do.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, so I had a great um, moment with my parents uh, in, in quarantine. Um, uh, I know a lot of people are struggling um, with family and their perspective during this time, and that there are some people out there that don't either feel like they can't talk to their parents Or no, they can't because of certain things. And so people are put into a very uncomfortable um, time right now with conversations within their family. Um, I am so thankful that that is not something I have to worry about with my parents. Um, We got into a lot of different discussions and was so happy to see um, not that I've ever been like, oh, I wonder if my parents are racist That because they have never once shown me that they are, but it's one of those things that they're – it's, once again, it's just one of those freeing things that's like, man, I'm just – I'm really happy that, one, with my parents, even though my parents and I do have differing political views, um, the difference with my parents um, – my family, especially within my household, we didn't really get into politics. The rest of my family, I cannot say the same. Um, but with my parents, we we didn't fight with each other about politics. Um, we, uh, and especially now as adults, uh, about my siblings and I being adults, we have straight-up just conversations. Um, we don't like. We don't even have tensions fly. We may get passionate about what we're talking about, but it's not because we're angry at one another. We just get passionate. My family is very passionate about things, and we get loud.
1: You loud?
0: Um, no. Oh no, not at all. Um, but and then my mom, like to give you an example of kind of how these conversations go. My mom and I were watching the news, and the topic of defunding the police came up. And my mom, it it felt uncomfortable by it. And um, she's like, I don't know. She's like, I fully support the Black Lives Matter movement and making sure that, you know, this systemic racism ends. But I don't know how I feel about the defund the police. And I go, all right, well, kind of what are your questions? And we broke it down. And um, by the end of the conversation, my mom, I you know, explained it to my mom what it meant, broke it down to like how city budgets are like set up, and you know most police precincts, if they don't use their budget, they lose it. So that's why we have such a militarized police force because they're just blowing money left and right. even if they don't need the money. They're just gonna keep buying new and newer and newer equipment every year. Um. So, by the time, like, by the end of the conversation, my mom was like, "Oh, thank you for explaining it to me because now I understand." And yeah, I maybe I I I think I do support that. And uh, it you know it's just one of those things that if you open up the avenue for actual kind of conversations to just happen where you're not yelling at each other now like i said my family is not reflective of other people's families and i mean i feel bad for people that aren't able to have these kind of cool conversations they they do have to argue they they aren't you're the other thing you have to understand is you're not going you're not always going to get through to your family and your family you, I mean, you will encounter families that are steadfast in their ways and will not change. If that happens, just rest assured, you have people that support you. And you, uh, you're you not alone in your beliefs. And um, the best thing you can do is, you know, keep moving forward. Um you know, keep fighting for what you believe in and looking out for your fellow man. And, uh, and yeah, just, I mean, you're going to encounter conflict. It's going to happen, whether it be in your family, your friend groups, your church. I don't know. It, at work, I mean, at this point, I don't know any work, uh, any job that's just going to come out and be blatantly like, yeah, we support these racist ideals. And because, I mean, people will boycott the hell out of them. Um but yeah, I mean social the change is going to come. And uh I think it's a true testament for how long these protests have been going on now. The just how dedicated people are to making change happen. So that's,
1: that's absolutely right. And and that's the thing is it's not gonna be an easy thing to transition through. It's gonna be it's gonna be painful. It's gonna be No, a...
0: no things that are worth fighting for are ever easy. That's
1: exactly it, and like, there's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long road to to getting to a place that we need to be in, but it is something. I mean, that's it's. Necessary.
0: I mean, the road to get there is not nearly as long as it has been. That's very true. I mean, yeah, that's I one think... of those things I have to keep in perspective. I'm like, man, like I keep hearing, like you know, this. It's a long road, and, but we're gonna get there. I'm like, like man, you know kind of take a step back and you just think about like how long this has been the you know people have been fighting for change and it's like god damn I'm so sorry that it took so long for us to get here but I am extremely happy that we are here I kind of wanted to I made a post this morning and this is um this is going to go up relatively soon so I'll talk about what date it is um, this is the day after I mean this is July fifth and um, you know Mark and I well Mark asked me to make a post, and um, I wanted to make sure I spoke for both of us, but it also very much came from uh, my perspective and kind of I mean it was my words. Um, uh, but we you know made a made a post last night for fourth of you know yesterday for fourth of july and I think it super you know reflects where both Mark and I are at and where our hearts are at in this whole process. As we were posting up I sent over Mark the words of what I wanted on our social media. I immediately just started scrolling through my news feed and um there um, for a lot of people, know that Seattle has been very active with a like a lot of like the intense protesting have happened in Seattle. Um, Continue uh, not like the most intense, but a lot of the continued protests. Like I mean, I forget how many weeks now that we're in with Seattle, just constantly like nonstop protesting. Um, But its it's been going on for a good bit. Um, I saw a video that I was not prepared to see. I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, and um, there were protesters out on a highway that was blocked by the police to protect the um, protesters. And they had protesters that were dancing to the Cupid Shuffle, and you know it was peaceful. Um, I saw saw the video of the guy uh, in of the person in the uh, in the sports car who just plowed through two people, and um, I wanted to talk about this. Um, this woman, um, I posted up a little thing to my story on my personal Facebook story, and uh, we'll post it up on our social media later today. I'm sure some of y'all will see it. Um, but it's uh, news came out this morning that one of the women who was struck by the car, there are two people. Um, there was Summer Taylor and uh, Diaz Love both as of last night when i originally saw the video were in critical condition but this morning or at some point i forget when let's see what time i can't say what time um it, it looks
1: was, like it was it was very early this morning that it was uh announced that she had been
0: that she had died yeah um but uh summer taylor um unfortunately did not make it. She was 24 years old and you know um, she has been she was well known in the activist community um, but yeah she succumbed to her injuries and uh, it's just I mean this person plowed through the police blockade I think going the opposite way of traffic. Uh, let me oh, see. and so here's the other – all right, so here's what I will say because I did find this a little little – so I'm – the article is a Seattle protester who was struck by a car has died. This was um, updated at 12.28 p.m. This is on uh, CNN's website. Um, the suspect, a 27-year-old man, was given a sobriety test and showed no signs of impairment which means this was a deliberate intentional attack with the intention I'm with the intention of murder um so yeah um and I mean he was driving a Jag like a new a pretty nice new Jag so this is not like, this wasn't um, an accident. This was definitely this is, Yeah, this wasn't an accident. The, and immediately, I'm just – I'm having flashbacks to what happened in Charlottesville when that woman – that group of people were just plowed through like they were nothing. Right. Um, but so um, – yeah, this is just – I mean I – oh, gosh. The best way to say it is I just feel like – I feel numb but not numb in the sense of like, uh, like I'm getting used to this. I feel numb because I have so many emotions going through me. Like, like it's just, it,
1: it's absolutely unbelievable that there are people in this world that, that are just that sick that they would decide that, you know, pro- peaceful protesters, peaceful protesters deserve to, to be killed.
0: Yeah. Um, and just the whole, I mean, I think there, I think I've been going through something lately. I'm starting to take into account more, like, not say, like, I never understood, like, the meaning of death and stuff. Right. Um, but I think at this point, and I think this is kind of what the pandemic has done to me, is kind of um, awakening me to what death means um more in a sense of like tragic tragic deaths i'm not talking like people who live to be like in their 80s or 90s have like a full life and stuff like while those are sad there is just this there there's something just innately that's just has been breaking me up about these tragic um deaths um just these unjust, like why, why, you know, like things that are just happening that just break me up inside, and I, there's just something about I'm having a, I'm having I'm really like even right now like I'm usually pretty articulate and I don't usually have a hard time finding words, but I'm having a hard time finding words because like, I'm really I'm still in the process of trying to put this together mentally speaking, but there I mean. Just like somebody having a different voice than you and you want to snuff that person out, you want to rob them of their life because you're selfish, to call you a monster is being nice. I've been thinking a lot of uh, Vanessa uh, uh, Gillen, um, I'm sure I said her last name wrong and I'm so sorry, the woman who was murdered in uh in uh in Fort Hood two days after reporting or not I don't know if it's two days but at, very soon after reporting on two superior officers for sexual harassment and she was bludgeoned to death like how I don't and all these people that take that say you know oh support the military And, you know, we have to support our soldiers and stuff. I don't see those people right now talking about her.
1: Right. And here's the the thing is is I was in the military. I was in it for four years. And that's one of the things that is so infuriating is it's like there was definitely signs of, of harassment. There was definitely signs of racism the entire time I was there. But um, that was never acknowledged. Like I had a, I had one of my my drill sergeants at boot camp that was very very much harassing the uh, the female recruits in my my graduating class. Mm-hmm. For and, and not just mine. Like for for a long time he had been harassing the female recruits, and it had been reported a number of times. And finally, he did end up getting like. Dishonorably discharged military police, all that kind of stuff happened on the grounds that he had stolen a couple of uh, ammunition magazines from the armory that he was in charge of.
0: Wait, so essentially the thing that he should have gotten in trouble for there is like we're just going to Al Capone this guy and just get him on tax evasion – like taxes kind of thing, the equivalent?
1: Yeah, Yeah, basically. Like there was never anything done about the sexual harassment. Like I'm pretty sure that there was at least one or two of the girls in my graduating class that ended up doing illicit things for him just so they could get past their physical fitness exams?
0: Well, I mean, that's – people are put in these strenuous circumstances that normal human – like people shouldn't have to deal with this, but there's so many people. I mean, it's like what we've been talking about with – like the police, there are people, once you give them power, they abuse their power. That's absolutely right. And they- and um, that's where we're at. This started back with, like, the Me Too movement, um, and it's continuing now. It is all about accountability and holding those who abuse their power f- by any means and holding them accountable for their actions. So I don't know. It's just you know, it's just one of those things that it's not to say like, you know, it's just one of those things that even though there's a lot of good happening, there are still these like moments that you're like, this is why these these protests and stuff still need to happen and why these movements need to continue on because they, there are still people not listening and um, you know change is going to come and it's going to take time um, but we will get there
1: it's, it's just a, a matter, matter
0: of yeah, it's just a matter of time and it has to on on the topic of this just racism being
1: in life i want to say to all those people that hang up the uh, the dixie flag i and... mean the confederate flag they don't call it that because that can be perceived I don't as,
0: care what they call it I'm sorry I I'm call it what it is
1: I'm speaking to the fucking rednecks that claim that it's a part of their heritage Those people haven't listened this far You're <laughs> probably right, but to the people if you are still listening and you have a fucking Confederate flag anywhere Anywhere in your home on the clothing you wear hanging up in your bedroom go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah, you are such a big part of this at problem. This point at this point, if you still have a Confederate flag, just know NASCAR beat you to getting rid of Confederate flags. That
1: is your national sport, you fucking rednecks, yes, and sure they got a damn pastime. Like yeah, this, this whole mentality – like I said, it's all a mentality that we as a nation, we as a world, as, a, as an entire species need to change. Yeah. Because if you look at – like look in the, the animal kingdom. this the, We as humans try to pretend that we are so much superior to other animals, but yeah. if you look at the animal kingdom, you could even – you could argue that the animal kingdom has racism. Now, not necessarily to – like as – Oh, this is gonna this is gonna sound bad, but uh, oh boy! No, 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 not not in, in, not in such do black you need and white to cut terms. This? No, 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 no. It's just <laughs> it's the analogy. The like, you with racism right now, it's it's pretty black and white. What like, yes, things that people do are racist. With the animal kingdom, there are, are tribes of chimpanzees that will go to war with other tribes of chimpanzees because they're not part of the same tribe. Now, I'm not saying that humanity. Is broken down into tribes, but it's a very similar situation. Oh, it was very much our foundation. Exactly, and if if we as humans are trying to claim that we are so superior to the other, just the other apes in general, the other like primates in general, then we need to stop behaving like those other
0: primates do. Yeah, there. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, like.
1: We we should it's 2020. We should not be having discussions about whether or not we need to. This treat shit shouldn't. The same. A,
0: this shit shouldn't have made it past the first civil rights movement. This this the shit shouldn't have
1: is, happened at all. No, it
0: shouldn't have happened. But unfortunately, we can't go back and change what happened. But it is going back to one of these things that I was talking about, like uh, the re- harsh realization that I had to come to the understanding that racism did not end with the the civil rights movement.
1: Right, and and I don't I don't give a fuck what people say. Yes, the textbook definition of racism is bigotry in a, in a place where somebody has power. Bigotry is just having beliefs that a that other races are you know like having having uh, preconceived notions and and um, stereotyping of other races based on your own personal beliefs. As a white person, you already come from a place of power that like you don't even think about with the with your white privilege. Yeah. And the fact that you still have like, like that you still have bigotry about like like those people that, that, that I saw this I saw this thing, I don't remember what I, I think it was iFunny. Of all places to see this, I saw this on iFunny. It was a guy that was talking about, hey, you know what? You're right. Let's get rid of the let's get rid of police for a while. Uh, while the while the police are gone, it'll be up to me and my my redneck friends who who have our own shotguns. We have our own everything. We'll uphold the law while the cops are gone, and we'll see how long it takes for you to come, for you to beg for them to come back. By saying that you're inherently you're you're saying
0: that whatever you bring in is going to be worse, and they're going to put you into submission to being happy with what you get.
1: Not even just that. It's just like in like that it, it's. Basically saying that inherently African Americans are going to just turn to lives of crime. And that by saying that, you're proving every single person that has that mentality is is the problem. Like I've oh. seen I have seen the everybody that has the mentality of like once once the police are gone that crime's just gonna run rampant. Oh sure. The yeah. menta- that mentality is ninety-nine percent of the problem. Yeah, because that's exactly the same mentality that a lot of the, the police officers out, out there have.
0: Well, it's the same thing that made um, the police force become more militarized during the you know out of the '70s and into the '80s, the whole war on crime and war on drugs thing. It's exactly. just this. The Republican Party insists on ramping up. They're not looking at they're like, oh, people are talking about police brutality. Apparently, we're not being brutal enough.
1: Yeah, let's show them let's we'll show it's that meant, it's that same thing that parents will do. Oh, i at the same I'll give time, you something to cry about.
0: But I can't even say that the Democrats are even better because the most violence that have come out of these protests have been in democrat run cities.
1: That's right. It's just it's <laughs>
0: it, the system's broken. Yeah, it's a broken system. So. And guess what? We can't even blame politicians for this. We have to take we cannot put all the blame on them. We have to take ownership and responsibility <laughs> because we let it happen. That's right. We put those politicians in the position they're in. Yeah. And we keep voting for them. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and we keep ending, we keep allowing things like the DNC and the GOP allow the, these deciding factors be made for us. These are the people you're going to vote for. And it's all skewed anyways. And now we've got the fucking president talk about voter suppression. I'm waiting. I'm predicting there's going to be a lot of voter suppression. And guess who it's going to fucking come from? It's going to come from him. Oh, 100%. it's not going to be coming. It's not going to be mail in ballots, motherfuckers. It is going to be the president of the United States himself, and he's going to. They're going to suppress your vote to make sure that fucker, that goddamn orange orangutan, gets to stay in another four years.
1: That's right. So, we've said a lot today, guys. We've we've sure we've have. kind of we've kind of gone really far from our usual kind of talks that
0: we have on this on this show I, yeah i've always mark and i have always tried not to be we don't there are a lot of political outlets that people can get into I've, um so for, for us yeah. to start talking about this well i i personally felt this goes into like my what what can i do Exactly, and um, the the thing that I,
1: I I personally believe is this isn't a political thing. This is this is, this is a human rights. Thing. This is humanity. As it's a, whole. a shame that this shit has to get politicized. Exactly, and and like I said, we've said a lot today, guys. Just be good. Like, be a decent fucking person. You
0: no, know and I'm going to challenge people. I'm going to challenge them to be better. Be, be better good, better than good. Good's not good enough anymore because apparently y'all have been saying you've been good for a while. Guess what? It ain't good enough. You need to be better. That's fucking right. Um, so um, and so – and then in my, in my last little thing, and I'll let you close this out, is uh, just remember that uh, the um, – you know, this doesn't end when the, when the protests stop. This does not and, end when uh, the protests stop. Yeah, this does not. It keeps going. That's how move, you know, movements live, need to keep living even if people aren't shouting it in the streets. It needs to evolve. It needs to change. No. Um, so um, especially – this is you know, to all my white friends and you know, to any of our white listeners. Just because you're not hearing about it doesn't mean it's not happening.
1: I'm actually gonna go one step further, like you're saying you know make continue the change I'm gonna say don't let the protesting stop. oh I would love to see it keep going I'm like I'm, I'm not I'm not saying like go out and rally every weekend or whatever I'm saying just continue to protest it in any way that you can like we're not yeah. in a we're in a we are in a world that has been that is so connected by, by the internet by by Everything like we have cell phones you have you have friends and family that you talk to on your phone online keep spreading this
0: message and Don't let it just don't let it die. Yeah, because if you let it die Nothing gets fixed and this is all for nothing all these people that have died so far died for nothing exactly and the fact that they had to die at all is a shame in, in it of itself enough um, So just remember, there are tons of organizations uh, that are constantly looking for donations and support. Um, you know, give to your give to your shelters and your cities. Um, donate to your food banks. Um, you know, the the best way to protest is by supporting your community and by supporting small minority-run businesses. The don't you don't have to keep supporting these conglomerates? You don't have to keep supporting the big business, because frankly, big business doesn't give a shit about your community.
1: For those they people that out, shop, they may
0: give they may give out charities every once in a while and stuff. You know, whatever. It's just to pacify you. You want to see good things happen in your community? Support your community. Be the good things in your
1: community. Yeah. Like I – for one final one final fuck you to certain people, if you're one oh, of those sweet. people that shops at Target or Walmart because their prices are lower, go fuck yourself.
0: Well, hold on. Nope. <laughs> I will say that if you're working within your own means because we want you to be able to support your family. Different story, yes. I, I Yeah, I'll give you that. But you if you're should. one of those
1: people that can afford to support mom-and-pop shops and you're choosing not
0: to. Yeah. You're part of the what? problem. Yeah, you're part if – if your sole income is going just to big businesses, you're not doing any favors for yourself or your community. So, um, guys, thank you. As someone thank that you. shopped at Target a lot in college <laughs> when I first oh, moved here, that place yeah. saved my ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get that. But, um, guys, thank you for listening today. Um, I, we haven't actually said this before on a podcast, but we really want to know what your thoughts are we do. Oh, boy, sweet, we're going to get into this. We're going to we want to know what your thoughts are on this this entire issue and what you think that we can do to help
0: support it. Oh gosh, um, I'm all about it. If you guys have suggestions on what things that you would like us to see like us to do or even just suggestions. You don't even have to see us do it. If you just want to be like, "Hey, consider this." I I am all we are both of us
1: are all ears. The best way to get in touch with us guys is on social media we have our twitter set up and instagram set up both of which are sr sleepy boys and uh, you can also check out our facebook page which is just sunrise with the sleepy boys Um, or if you'd prefer you can send us an email we've got it set up it's uh, sunrise with the sleepy boys at gmail.com
0: yeah and especially if you feel like we can do more I I don't ever want to become complacent with what I am doing I constantly want to be striving to be better to be more for uh my friends um I want to be inspiration for um you know my family and like I I have a niece yeah that's been just turned 1 not that long ago I want to be the inspiration for her and for other nieces and nephews that come up, and Lord forbid, if I have kids, I want to be able to be the inspiration for them too.
1: Be the inspiration you want to see in the world, guys.
0: Yeah, I've been Mark.
1: With me is, as always is my best friend Brandon. Guys, mm-hmm. this has been. Uh, well, right now we're not we're not sleepy boys. We're pretty we're pretty awake right now. We're pretty awake and fucking fired up, boys. We are. This has been Sunrise with with uh, well with. The fucking awake ass boys right now, but um thank you guys for listening, and we'll you guys will hear back from us real soon,
0: yeah, y'all be the change that you want to be and see in the world you're awesome, and if you're not awesome, get be awesome. awesome, be fucking
1: awesome. <laughs>